I, I'm Steve Anderson, author of The Bezos Letters, 14 Principles to Grow Your Business Like Amazon. And over the last several shows that uh, I put together, I have talked through those 14 principles that I identified by studying Jeff Bezos letters to share owners starting in 1997 and going through actually uh, 2020, which we're going to talk a, a bit more about today. But I want to make a distinction today in uh, the growth principles that I talk about in the book, which are how did Amazon grow to where they are today and their leadership principles that Amazon has. And at the time of writing the book, there were 14 leadership principles that really guided everybody at Amazon. So all employees were certainly strongly encouraged to read and understand those principles. And even employees that are interviewing for a new job at Amazon are strongly encouraged to have a working knowledge of what those principles are. And, and one thing I would say at Amazon that seems a bit different in reading and talking with some former employees, these are not just principles that are up on a wall somewhere or on a website. These are principles that employees use every day in their work, in their decision-making process, as they are building stuff for Amazon customers. And so they are an important component to Amazon and, and what they've done. And today I'm going to highlight, actually, uh, for the first time since 2015, Amazon has added two new leadership principles that uh, I want to talk about and talk about why. So first, a little bit of background. So the leadership principles have been a part of Amazon literally from the very beginning. They were first written down in uh, 1998. They had just recently acquired a couple of online booksellers in Germany and the United Kingdom. And they thought this was a great opportunity to actually put down what is the culture that we are working on building here at Amazon. And those first five principles are customer obsession, uh, which I talk about as a growth principle, frugality, frug <clears throat> being frugal, frugality, I'll get the word out. But um, the idea behind that is Amazon doesn't spend money on things that don't impact and improve the customer experience. And so even, you know, Amazon employees flying somewhere, not first class, but coach. I mean, there's all kinds of things. The whole idea behind the door desk, and we talked about that a while ago, but this uh, idea of uh, it's cheaper to buy a solid core door and put four four by fours on it for a desk initially for packing books into packages and taking them to the post office than it is to spend a lot of money on, you know, more formalized office furniture, et cetera. So that's, a, again, a core concept that's been part of Amazon from the very beginning. Bias for action is number three of those original ones, meaning we have a bias for doing something, not examining um, a question or a problem or a decision for a long period of time. We know that if we move forward, that helps with growth. 
Ownership is number four. Ownership is key. And I'll have another quote here from the 97 letter in just a moment that I want to share with you. But this idea that employees need to think like owners. And if they uh, need to think like owners, they actually need to be owners. So ownership, that's also in the share owners letter. Bezos changed that salutation from dear shareholders to share owners, uh, probably about five, six, seven years into writing those letters. And then number five is a high bar for talent. And that correlates to my one of my growth principles, which is maintaining high standards. So those were the original five. Over the years, they refined those and added more to it. So up until earlier this year, there were 14 leadership principles. And when I was putting together the growth principles that I had discovered in those shareholder letters, that's part of why they, we ended up with 14, sort of as a homage to or a recognition of those 14 principles. So that's, that's a little bit of background. Um, as I mentioned, um, the last time a principle was added was in 2015. So the principles are flexible. They have been developed over time as they have seen at Amazon a need to codify how we operate at Amazon in a more formalized way. And again, as I mentioned, the employee focus on these principles is incorporated in their day-to-day -day activity. Um, and by the way, that 2015, in 2015, that 14th principle was called learn and be curious. And again, I won't quote, there's always a couple of sentence paragraph description of the principle. But now I want to kind of go back to the 97 letter, because as we're going to talk about one of the new visions that Jeff Bezos put in place for Amazon is related to employees. And here's what he said in the 97 letter, and I'm quoting out of that letter right now. The past year's success is the product of a talented and smart and hardworking group. And I take great pride in being a part of this team. Setting the bar high in our approach to hiring has been and will continue to be the single most important element of Amazon.com's success. And you can see that again, as we talked about growth principles, etc. He goes on to say, it's not easy to work here. And then a, a, a paren, a parentheses. When I interview people, I tell them you can work long, hard or smart, but at Amazon, you can't choose two out of three. But we are working to build something important, something that matters to our customers, something that we can all tell our grandchildren about. Such things aren't meant to be easy. We are incredibly fortunate to have this group of dedicated employees whose sacrifices and passion build Amazon.com. Recognizing 
uh, in that very first letter, the importance of employees at Amazon. One, finding and hiring the best, keeping them, helping them think like owners, and relying on them as the engine for building what Amazon has become. Well, I have to say at this point, if you've been part of the news at all over the last few years, you certainly may have seen some questions come up about how Amazon treats their employees. And I would say more specifically, their fulfillment center workers, their warehouse employees. Kind of two different types here. We've got the programmers and the managers and the business analysts in one place, and we've got the warehouse workers, fulfillment center workers, who actually are the people who get the product off the shelf, put it in a box, tape it up, get it on a truck that ends up at your front door, probably in two days or less. And so there's been a lot of talk about those employees. And, and frankly, has Amazon's focus on customer obsession actually gone too far? Meaning, are those employees now being required to work too hard, to have too stringent of, of um, guidelines in order to work fast to satisfy those customer obsessions? And one thing Bezos, I think, does quite well is he's willing to change his mind. And I, I won't go into lots of examples, but he's done that over and over again. And one area where he started actually in 2018, so several years ago now, is Amazon unilaterally increased every fulfillment center worker's pay to a minimum of a $15 per hour pay. Some say that was in response to Senator Bernie Sanders, you know, calling out Amazon that some of their workers weren't making enough money and had to be on, on government assistance, etc. Bezos, when he thinks he's wrong or has new information, will make a decision and make changes that he thinks appropriate. So that 2018 was kind of that first step of Amazon recognizing more their um, need to help those employees because they are key to getting your packages at your front porch in a timely manner. Well, that was codified in the 2020 share owner letter. And I'm not going to read all of it, but there is one section that I think is really important to understand what's changing at Amazon. And the, the title of is a new vision. Earth's best employer and Earth's safest place to work. And that's the section that I'm talking about here in that 2020 letter. Um, and, and I'm quoting again here what he says out of that letter. The fact is, the large team of thousands of people who lead operations at Amazon, operations as fulfillment center, it is the transportation division, truck drivers, airplane pilots that you get packages down to that person in that van that pulls up to your house and takes that package and puts it on your front porch. 
those are all operations at Amazon have always cared deeply for our hourly employees, those at the fulfillment centers. And we're proud of the work environment we've created. We're also proud of the fact that Amazon is a company that does more than just create jobs for computer scientists and people with advanced degrees. We create jobs for people who never got that advantage. Again, he continues, despite what we've accomplished, it's clear to me that we need a better vision for our employees' success. We have always wanted to be Earth's most customer-centric company. We won't change that. It's what got us here. But I am committing us to an addition. We are going to be Earth's best employer and Earth's safest place to work. That vision of being Earth's most customer-centric company has been part of their culture from the very beginning. In fact, it's included in the, the preface of the preamble of every one of their uh, federal filings, Security Exchange Commission 10K filing. You can go there and read it. Our vision, our goal is to be Earth's most customer-centric company. Bezos has been convinced that they also need to add a, add a new vision, not take away, but add a new vision of that same focus on employees. Best place to work, safest place to work. Now, why does he say safest place to work? Well, here's where I have to bring in my insurance background, right? So uh, I've been in the insurance industry uh, my entire career, selling insurance to businesses. Part of that is called workers' compensation. So as an employer, you have an obligation to um, help an employee that's been injured. You, it, you do that by buying an insurance policy called workers' compensation, that if an employee gets injured in the course of their duties as an employee, they get medical attention to, you know, if it's that severe, and they get wage replacement if they are not able to work. So I've spent lots of times in safety meetings, in uh, looking actually at technology to help improve safety at manufacturing companies, warehousing companies, any place where there's a lot of physical activity required. And I've been in two different fulfillment centers and there's a lot of physical activity required to get those packages to you. And so what Bezos is committing Amazon to is that uh, idea of being the best employer and the safest place to work. So first question is, okay, what steps have been taken? Well, first he identifies, and again, I'm, I'm talking uh, through what he talked about in the 2020 letter, we dive deep into safety issues. For example, about 40% of work-related injuries at Amazon are related to musculoskeletal disorders called MSDs, meaning pulled back, I say back, shoulder, pulled back, repetitive injury by doing the same thing over and over again, sprains, strains, and um, those are typical warehouse 
worker injuries. Common in all industries that have those types of employees that do a lot of movement. We, he goes on to say, we need to invent solutions to reduce MSDs for new employees, many of whom might be working in a physical environment for the first time. And by the way, a large percentage of those types of injuries actually occur in the first six months of a new employee being in that type of environment. So a couple of things that they've already put in place. One program called Working Well launched to almost 900,000 employees at 350 sites across North America and Europe in 2020. They coach small groups of employees on body mechanics, right? How to, how to properly bend down to pick up heavy uh, items, how to not have repetitive motion injury, all very typical safety types of work that many companies do for their employees. And proactive wellness and safety. In addition to reducing workplace injuries, these concepts have a positive, on, positive impact on regular day-to-day -day activities outside of work. Also, and this was intriguing to me and not surprising, quote, we are developing new automated staffing schedules that use sophisticated algorithms to rotate employees among jobs that use different muscle tendon groups so that we can decrease repetitive motion and help protect employees from injury. This new technology is central to a job rotation program that we are rolling out throughout 2021. So again, taking their computer expertise and logistics expertise to automatically have employees at different types of stations. So at, for one period of time, somebody might be picking items off the shelf. For another, they might be putting those items into a box and literally taping them up. For another, they might be taking those boxes off a conveyor and packing them into a truck. So they're working on automating and changing those uh, muscles that are used by employees so they don't get uh, or can reduce at least the repetitive injuries. And then, as I mentioned, they set a $15 minimum wage for hourly employees. And they led uh, 2018, actually very few businesses uh, and even federal and state governments hadn't put in those $15 an hour minimum wage. Amazon led that. Uh, and he goes on to cite a recent paper uh, from The Economist at the University of California, Berkeley, um, analyzed the impact of Amazon's decision to raise minimum wage. And their assessment reflects what we've heard from employees, their families, and their communities they live in, which is the Amazon effect. Other businesses in the area, in order to compete for workers, had to raise their minimum wage that they would offer employees also. All right. So that was the first vision change or addition that Bezos started. Just before Bezos stepped down as CEO and moved into his new position of executive chairman, 
he also added two new leadership principles. So the new vision that he articulated for Amazon led to new leadership principles that are now incorporated into everything that Amazon does. So there are now 16 leadership principles at Amazon instead of 14. First of those leadership principles, success and scale bring broad responsibility. Now, I'm going to read that narrative that's included with that because that's what employees at Amazon will be looking to to figure out, okay, how do we actually implement this leadership principle? Bezo, or I, it, it, I'm sure Bezos had his hands all over this, but it goes on to say, we started in a garage, but we're not there anymore. We are big. We impact the world and we are far from perfect. We must be humble and thoughtful about even the secondary effects of our actions. Our local communities, planet, and future generations needed us to be better every day. We must begin each day with a determination to make better, to do better, and to be better for our customers, our employees, our partners, and the world at large. And we must end every day knowing we can do even more tomorrow. Leaders create more than they consume and always leave things better than how they found them. By the way, that might be a topic that I'll talk about in the future. Leaders create more than they consume and always leave things better than how they found them. So a um, couple of uh, quotes from Bezos. This is not a new concept for Jeff Bezos. He's said in several interviews over the past five years or so uh, this, and again, I'm quoting from an interview. My own view on this is that all large institutions of any kind, whether they be government agencies, nonprofit universities, and certainly including big corporations, deserve to be inspected and scrutinized. It's normal. I say, and I say, look, we are a large corporation. We deserve to be inspected. It's going to happen. Don't take it personally. Because when you take it personally, you start to do things that are counterproductive. I think it's a natural piece of being a large corporation. I tell you how we handle it. There's only one way. And that is we have to conduct ourselves in such a way that when we are scrutinized, we pass with flying colors. Now, I certainly acknowledge Amazon may have a long way to go to fulfill that vision that leadership principle. But the fact that they are articulating it that way and that they have incorporated it now into their culture, I think that will help and encourage many more people to um, at Amazon to work on that um, daily. So the second is strive so again, second new leadership principle, strive to be Earth's best employer. So that's the principle. 
here's the narrative. Leaders work every day to create a safer, more productive, higher performing, more diverse, and more just work environment. They lead with empathy, have fun at work, and make it easy for others to have fun. Leaders ask themselves, are my fellow employees growing? Are they empowered? Are they ready for what's next? Leaders have a vision for and a commitment to their employees' personal success, whether that be at Amazon or elsewhere. I think that's a pretty significant uh, change for Amazon. I think they are already working on implementing that within their corporate organization and culture. And I think it's uh, maybe something that you as a business owner can be thinking about, how do I make sure that that is incorporated into what I do? Now, certainly there is a question about whether, will this make any difference? Is there, uh, is Amazon only doing this because of the government scrutiny that they're getting from the antitrust, the F FTC, et cetera? Maybe. And, and is that a bad thing? Meaning, do we say that they're just doing that to protect themselves? Well, one, we'll see over time how this actually works out in practical application with employees, you know, in that segment of what Amazon does. I certainly will give them the benefit of the doubt as they work forward and toward this vision and incorporating it in what they do. And I will certainly be watching uh, with great interest on what they invent on behalf of the customers and now on behalf of their employees to make working at Amazon the best experience that it can be. So thanks for watching today. I hope this might be helpful or instructive on one, adapting to current environments, two, having visions and leadership principles that incorporate what it is that you're trying to accomplish as a business and um, learning from Amazon. And that, that's been my whole goal and the book that I put together and studying them as an example of how other businesses might want to think about their growth and their impact on employees, customers, and the world at large. So I'm Steve Anderson. Thanks for watching for a few minutes here. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me at steve at thebezosletters.com. And for more information about the book and some of these thoughts and concepts, go to that website, thebezosletters.com.